I was making my way down Rodeo Drive, a few designer shopping bags in my hands, when I realized I had skipped breakfast and was hungry. I lifted my sunglasses to peer around and settled on a cute-looking bistro that I'd always passed but never tried. A few people cast sidelong glances at me as I walked inside and found a seat, placing myself and all my purchases down carefully. It was a beautiful, clear, easy California day, and just the thing to make you forget about all the debauchery that happens just below the surface. I scanned the menu. Of course, in the past, I used to mind when people stared at me a little more than what I felt sure was normal, as though they could almost smell something deviant on me, like I had forgotten to scrub off some dirty clue that told them I wasn't one of them, or my cover was blown because I stared a little too deeply into someone's eyes, or held my head just a little higher than any decent woman should. I used to care but now I take it as a compliment. What can I say? When you spend hours of every day acting like you're a literal sex goddess sent to earth to be worshipped and served by lowly men, it's hard not to get a little swagger in your hips when you're out of character and just at the gas station or sitting in a cafe ordering lunch. Ma'am, what can I get you? I placed the menu off to the side and caught the waiter's eye. I'll have the steak tartare, please, and some iced tea. Lemon. He smiled, shyly. He knew I saw him, and I did see him. He had the face of a man begging to be told what to do and how. I briefly pitied him all the girlfriends he'd have to go through before he'd finally realize that he could come and see someone like me instead and get what he really wanted. But that wasn't any of my business. I wasn't working today. Oh, and a big glass of water, please. No ice, I added, handed him the menu and flashed him a megawatt smile. He looked as though I'd just given him an expensive birthday gift. In fact, he was so bashful, he completely ignored the woman at the next table, who tried to catch his eye and wave him down. But he rushed off and I was left staring at her instead her hand still frozen in the air mid-wave as her eye caught mine. I saw her, too. She was with her husband and toddler, and her poor posture in her tired crochet sweater and her mom hair. In that millisecond long glance, we understood one another. The look on her face went a little sour. She realized she'd been ignored, and she also realized that I'd witnessed the whole thing. I could tell she'd already done a complete inventory of my face, full of high-quality, expertly applied makeup, my firm figure, and my white jeans that looked as though they were painted directly onto my ass. Her child and husband were oblivious to this miniature drama unfolding at the table. And in a heartbeat, she tore her eyes away from mine and went back to her life. It's okay. I judged her right back. She thinks there is something immoral about me, something brazen. She doesn't think people like me really exist. Not really. The women who are disgusted by the idea that I am selling my sexuality are only embarrassed because they didn't realize they could have asked a higher price for theirs. Trust me, 
I've done some dirty things behind closed doors, but I've never sunk so low as to wear a crochet sweater like that out in public. I smiled and leaned back in my seat, feeling smug at how much juicier it was than even she could guess. What would she say if she knew that at that very moment there was a man caged in my basement waiting for me to release him? Old Ralph was a faithful and decent client, and not the first client I'd kept under literal lock and key. I briefly wondered if I should pick him up something while I was out, but then forgot about him and idly decided to shoot off a text message.